disjointed podcast. Sounds like a good idea. Alright, so let's jump into what Baron was saying. What were you saying? You were saying about socialism. No, I was actually talking about communism, how it came oh. to the world too too soon. You think it was just a step? Or? Yeah, yeah it, it just happened too early, too quick. The world wasn't ready for it. That when technology can solve world hunger and some other shit, and we don't have to worry about... Uh, uh, you know, feeding ourselves and, and, and working so hard to, to earn a living and shit like that when, when technology is really the solution for the everyday problem then maybe communism is okay but, but until then until then, you know, we gotta stick to something else and that's that's, that's, that's the cold hard truth of it and if you think about it you're, uh, uh, oh, oh, even old civilizations like, you know the Mayans and the Egyptians, it was a very socialistic regime because they they got they got their food for being there and then doing a work that the government told them to do that you were almost appointed to do that mm-hmm. and it's almost like socialism worked on some level. Well, it, it's I, I think how we started first we had monarchy where we had the kings or pharaohs or whatever and that turned into. Well, I, I don't think we straight sh- away went to feudalism. No, it, it started out with feudalism. Feudalism was the then next step. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. feudalism is like a local king. Yeah, yeah. Be- because yeah. the feudalist is the one that owns the land and owns everything on it, even the people that work on it. Yeah. So, that's even in the United States at the beginning, you can see that at the beginning when the United States started, it, all, all of the all of the small states, states yeah. had their own currency. Yeah, their yeah. Co- like okay, they were independent states, but still, it was for the welfare of the whole state. Yeah. And you were saying just now that, uh, or if it went from uh, feudalism to monarchy, after that it was something maybe in between, and then I think capitalism and socialism came at the same time. Uh, I think socialism was a bit too early. Well, was the adaptation, I think, of the monarchy to another kind of regime? Because the thing is that in in all of those countries... Yeah, exactly. But the monarchs still, in all those countries that make the change, many of them still, hey, still up up to today, they have them. Yeah, yeah. Great Britain, Spain, still. But, but the, the, the king well, of Spain. It, it, even we have a president, but here it's the president doesn't have that much power, and it's the same in in, in Britain or in the UK that the king doesn't or the the, the whole well, king one of, and queen and everyone they don't have that much power anymore. 
No, that's so, true. So it's been divided. I, it, it is more like a democrat. Well, it is a democratic yeah. state. Yeah. And well, it, it's what they it call is. a parliament, parliamentary democracy. That the thing is that the ones that democratic they represent you is the parliament. Mm. But that's about it, yeah. supposedly. But but how it is basically now? It went from monarchy to to democracy, uh, even if they're not actually the same thing. But it went from monarchy to democracy and soci socialism. And from that, it went, to no, it, it went to capitalism. It, it, you can't even say with a straight face anymore. Well, that that's, the, that's the misconception. It's Capitalism is actually not a form of government. I, I know, I know. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that's why I was saying that it's not like even actually the same thing. But it, 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 it is money that, that rules the world at this moment. Yeah. So that's why I'm not even thinking it's a democratic system anymore. And, and when you were saying about socialism being too early, yeah, I agree. That's how it is. And uh, you're gonna check the chicken? Uh, I'm gonna eat that yeah. and go for the pie. Grab me a beer too. You want one? But, uh, so. You want a beer? No, I'm fine. So, how, um, if it's now a capitalistic system, that means we're being ruled by money. And I do think how we're talking about that, that it's just a step in the way. So, yeah. I, I do think that that once we get rid of this capitalistic system, when we do realize that it can't be money who's in charge, it has to be the people, and when we when, when we realize that all people have to have the same rights, and that's when we go back to socialism. And we start, like, when technology catches up with everyone, when, when technology gives everyone that we can feed everyone, every, everyone can be satisfied, and there's no, there's no injustice that everyone can basically have everything, because technology allows everyone to have everything. That's when we're going to go back to socialism. Because I, I do think that once we get enough technology, it, it's going to bring everyone together. And that's why I also think that the monetary system is going to collapse, because I don't think... Uh, that's why I think globalization is a good thing, because I, I do think we have to go to one currency. Because that's how like we finally get everyone together, Everyone has the same money value, and then finally everyone starts getting the same shit. And that's when you go to socialism. And then when when there's enough technology, and everyone can get everything through technology, there's no need for money anymore. And then technology provides everything for us, and then we are in a socialistic state. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, still a while off, but I think we are still battling with capitalism. I don't. I don't think that's going to stay for that much longer. Well, the thing is, the thing is that uh, the trade of currencies is big business. Yeah. Currency trade is thing, huge. The is so the the fact that the fact that there are multiple currencies is is a big business, and it's a, it's actually a way of making a living. But it, it's the same thing if you think about if you think about mm -hmm. this uh, these monarchies and shit. Kings didn't want to give their power away. And, and they fought it, they, they, they went to war and shit over money, uh, no, over their power, when there were monarchies. And they, they didn't want democratic systems at all, for sure, because that limited their power. And I think it, it's the same now for, for capitalism and for money, that, that people who have money, and I don't even think it's, I think money is almost a life form. Because... A life form? Kinda, kinda. It, it, it's like the monarchs. They don't want to give the power away. 
and, and money doesn't want to be divided. Money wants to gather up. The ones who have money don't want to give it away. And that's the same thing as, as monarchs, as kings, kings and queens. They didn't want to give their power away to, to a democratic system. You, well, you know what? Funny enough, the, the Spain has a very interesting government. The, the way that it works is, uh, many people don't think about it, but it is a very weird way. Because the thing is that the queen, the king has never given up the power that he has on all the people from Spain. Mm. He's, the, he, he's higher than the president, you know? Because the thing is that he allowed that there was a, there was a he allowed at some point that to uh, that people make a parliament and then that they elected a president, but he never took out the right of him to decide what is law and how the country should actually be. Meaning that all the international, everything that relates to international policy and any law that is decreed on Spain, the king. Is the last he's the one that has actually this to sign it to say that the law goes or not higher than the president. The president actually cannot impose anything on legislative uh, affairs, but the king has. Mm -hmm. So it's a very interesting situation because the, the thing is that the king overrules whatever. I can give you an example the parliament and the president of Spain never allowed uh, exile. Spaniards to reclaim their nationality after the war, uh, after Franco took over power in Spain, mm -hmm. yeah, and Franco died in 1976, all those people that were actually exiled from Spain for being prosecuted, they never claimed, they, never, they, they lost their nationality completely, mm -hmm. and they were not allowed to claim it back. Even if you were natural-born Spanian, born in Spain and everything, you had to renounce your nationality in the moment that you were exiled. Yeah. It wasn't till 1995 that the king started realizing that there were thousands of people, yeah, important people and clever people that had their whole descendancy completely abolished. Mm -hmm. Yes, and everything that they have worked on for since 1920 was fucked up because of the fact that they had to leave exile Spain. And he made a law that overruled any, that said that if you are a Spanian or descendant of an exiled Spanian, you have the right to claim your nationality back. Because, you ha because he was actually trying to redeem what Franco socialistic government Need mm -hmm. by kicking all those democratic because all the ones that were kicked out from Spain, there were the ones that pushed a democratic uh, part, a yeah. democratic yeah. government, and Franco didn't want it because it was a con it, it was extreme socialism, even worse than it was in Cuba. Yeah. There in there in Spain, it was like you're fucked. Yes, either you are friends of the go of the king of the maximum power of the country, or then you are nobody. And that's what it happened, and that's why many people claim back their nationality. And the king of Spain, still today, day of today, has absolute power for any decision. But if you think about it, it's still he has given the power kind of away. He couldn't do anything big because it, it, even in all countries, even in Spain, it is money that has the power there as well. Mm. 
So, so the people who have the money, they, they make the policy. I do agree, but so I can I can just show you the, the extent to it. The, when when there was the war with Afghanistan, yeah, yeah the king, the, the parliament, and the president make a resolution saying we send the Spanish forces to Afghanistan, mm. and the king, the last call. He said yes because he is the supreme commander also of the military forces. So then he signed it. Well, but it, then it when the it was in, in but, but then when it was in Iraq, yes, the president approved it, the parliament approved it. But then the king said, mm -hmm. uh, uh, "I don't like it." Yeah, then even if they had been already six months discussing it, the king just looked at it, said, "Go, go through it." Show me another one. Sure. I don't like this. But it is the sure they have a lot of uh, power. Even Tara Holland is the chief of the military in Finland. Yeah, but that's the difference. She's a democratic elected president. Mm. The king of Spain, yes, it's it's a blood descendancy, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's my point. That the thing is that uh, okay, I agree what you, where you're coming from. I'm just telling you the example that still to the day of today. There are some people that, okay, money rules the world and everything, but in some countries that monarchies still exist, the kings have actually gave the right to people feel democratic, mm. but the final decision, in some level, yeah, yeah, but, it's but, the but, king's but it way. That, that he doesn't make that many decisions. Oh, no, no. no he so most of the power has been given away, and there's no True. way that he could just start dictating everything mm. there's no way no and that's I, I think that's because of money I, I, I agree I do agree I think the in the past 30 years the king of Spain for example has only abolished like five five law proposals yeah. in the past yeah. 30 years yeah. or something yeah. it's, it's really rare he almost agrees to everything but of course so if he's in a picky so mood it, it is basically like the president of Finland except that this king gets elected every time so, so it could be like in, in Finland if there wasn't a limit that you can only be the president for two terms in a row then it would be just Tare Halanen who just gets re-elected all the time like, uh, but, but it doesn't mean that they have ultimate power or anything so the power is gone to this guy that I love who is the bold glass guy the boy, the bold guy with glasses uh, uh, the the president that was for 30 years. Ah, Kekkonen. 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 I think Kekkonen is fantastic. Yeah. I, I, is that... See, I, I don't like socialistic... I don't like socialistic regime on, on its extent. But but I think one of the one of the greatest mans that really had socialistic ideas and he was brilliant on what he was, what he was doing was Mikhail Gorbachev. Mm. And Kekkonen had a... He was best friends with Gorbachev. Mm. Yeah, they were popping out vodkas in his uh, sauna for nights together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like this. Yeah. And Gorbachev was, a, was brilliant. He yeah. was a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he invented perestroika. He invented. He, he, he took out from uh, Russia out of, of the depression that they had from the from the Cold War. Yeah. It was it, right now. You're seeing. The results, the legacy, the legacy yeah. of what Gorbachev did. Gorbachev yeah. was one of the greatest presidents that this really culture has had after the Tsars. Yeah, and uh, in Kekkonen had something to it, and also Finland. On some level, they say in many countries that you don't see the res you don't see the 
you don't see the result of a president almost like 10 years later sometimes. Yes. And Kekkonen was a, how many? 30 years president? Something yeah, like he that. got re-elected many times. Yeah. I think even then we had this... I, actually, I think they, they passed this emergency law so he could be many more like times, times in office. But I think also, at least in one point, he, he wasn't the president for one term and then he went back again. Okay. But I, I do think Kekkonen was really smart because he understood that it's really important to have good relations with Russia. Russia is our neighbor, and, and you know, during the Cold War, it, it still wasn't unthinkable that Russia would, like, take take Finland back as one of their own. True. And then he made it as being, as a, he made it himself, uh, the, the portrait that Kekkonen made of himself was, was of an incorruptible person. Yeah. It is, he was a straight man, completely onto his belief, nothing could change them, he was as square as it is, but still on those squareness, it gives you a lot of confidence, knowing mm -hmm. that the one that you have has just one goal, yeah, and he's looking on behalf of everybody. Yeah. It doesn't matter who, who is in between it, yeah, yeah. he's still going to look on behalf, yeah, yeah. but everything else doesn't matter. But Kekkonen was still one of these leaders that he actually had a lot of power, like he, he could overturn the government if he wanted to. I think even now Tare Hollanen has the right that it, I, I think she does have the right that she can like abolish the government so that everyone has to be really but don't every time they take more a, a couple of weeks ago they took some more power away from her every time they're taking yeah, more power I, I think that's really normal that, that in many countries they are taking more and more but power in away Finland, but in Finland it's crazy because right now the, the head of parliament has almost or close to the power as the president. No, no, this for sure has more, I think. Uh, but that's the thing, and the thing is that the, pres the, the, the representative <coughs> of parliament in Finland is actually, in theory, if you think about it, it is not a democratic election to that person, because the thing is that he is elected by the majority that they have in the, in the parliament, yeah. so the thing is that that guy, you might not like, you might be voting for another guy, but then well, he might have it, control. It is that you, you give, you, when you vote, you give your power to these uh, the people who are in office, and you you. It's like because people who go into office, they're supposed to tell what they think of. So you give your power to them, and you you just expect them to do what what they've said. Yeah. You know? So so you expect to have your voice heard through them. Mm. But it is the majority vote, so, but, but, but for sure the Prime Minister does have a lot more power over, like, doing, doing all the decisions than the, than the President, than the president. Yeah. but the President has more power over the Prime Minister that the, the President can kick the Prime Minister out. Do they have that Yeah, yeah, the President can abolish it. Okay. It happens very, very, very rarely, <coughs> but, but she does have the power to do it. What does the prime minister actually do? He he's uh, the one who leads the the. He's the one that makes laws. Okay. Here he's, in Finland, he he's the, the one. That, yeah, he's the one. He's the one that has the legislative power here legislative in Finland. Power. Yeah, co completely, like almost right now, almost totally in Finland. He has. It, it, it's basically the guy who has the majority vote. So, so, so like. He, he gets to decide what's happened. Of course, they still vote on it. They, 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 they put they, it to the election and they vote the, for it. What does the president do? Not much anymore. 
he's like the international representative of the country but at the end of the run the laws that fall in here the prime minister is the one that decides them and the thing is that if there's a split decision the one that has the veto power and the deciding vote is the MP yeah but but still so the government does the laws and and the big decisions but still, the president has the power over these people. She can't actually affect the things that they're doing, but she do, does have the power that she can abolish the government to, to have them re-elected, for example. Yeah. And, and in some cases, she does have power to do some dishes. In, in, uh, <laughs> Did you say power to do dishes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I bet she has the power to do that as well. Yeah. But... Uh, the president's cabinet. <laughs> the president's kitchen cabinet. <laughs> She's in control of the cabinet. Of my of her house. <laughs> kitchen cabinet. But you know, when you were saying, for example, that socialism was was soon with yeah, it might be uh, We just uh, talked it, about this when you were inside. Where is it? But it might be soon, but the thing is that the change that it happened from socialism to capitalism, it was because of the fact that no, no, but many, many it, it, it was it wasn't a step from socialism to capitalism. No, well, there were there was socialism and democracy, and what happened is that democracy was better. You're forgetting about communism. There's yeah, well, we, we have not the socialism and uh, communism. They they sort of evolved together. They they, they uh, all they're, 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 they're created around the same principle. But that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, for, from those two, thing. from those two to democracy, you have to think that they evolved to that because. The thing is no, that no, socialism and, and communism abolish a lot of the rights of the individual. Yeah. And democracy, what it did is that it make the individual think that he was on more control of his own decision. Yeah. And that's what happened. Because the thing is that at the end of the run, any kind of written law, what it does is that you're giving some of your rights as an individual, as a, as a living free person, you're giving it to the state. Meaning, you cannot do well, these kinds of things, no, no, no. you cannot... There's you're giving it to the electives who make the laws. Yeah, so, but so you're giving it to the state. Basically, your voice is heard. It is, but it is, it is only heard on a majority level. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah the majority decides. So if you're not in the majority, then of course it won't be heard. It, it, is, it might be heard, but it, it won't be making a law. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that no, no, uh, no, you know, no, no political view has has actually said this, but it is actually very true. Uh, uh, Star Trek uh, had this, has this ha no, but Star Trek they 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 had this saying, this Vulcan saying, yeah, and it's a very like very non-Vulcan saying in all the Star Trek series, that is, the, the well-being of all supersedes the well-being of one. Yeah, yeah. well, well that, that's the thing, that democracy should, de democracy in its core is this, yeah. but capitalism is not. Mm. That, that, that's why I'm saying that. Because money is involved. Yeah. So the one that has yeah. the most yeah. has the most. Has the most. Yeah. There's a saying that, that it's like one dollar per vote. So, mm. so the one who has the most dollars gets the most votes. Yes, and that's completely true. You see this in Finland that the people who have the most money get the biggest campaigns and get elected. Mm. But think about in U.S. the president; they have like the whole campaign. It costs them billions of dollars to get elected. 
and, and who who's, who are giving the money? It's companies and shit. Who want that that the president does what the companies want? They they won't give you money for free. They want you to do what they like. They have some idea. Of course, they can probably fully control you. Hopefully, maybe no, but lizardmen, lizardmen. But you're right. Is this fact that if you're going running for president, mm -hmm. yes, and you need a lot of money for the campaign, and then a pharmaceutical company comes and it's like, hey, hey money. here's some money. I'm your friend, you know, and then next time you might see some medication yeah. that I'm trying to put, you know, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, be, yeah. just think about me. Yeah. Yeah. I but he's... gave you the money. Exactly. And I bet, I bet they have contracts and shit. Do you guys want to hear, like, the most fucked up thing about this, the states and, and voting and, all, and, and the whole process of, of electing a president? That Al Gore had the most votes and lost? <laughs> That's beside the fact. <laughs> <laughs> that is the fact. That is the fact. No, no. Here, here, here's the thing: is that like, okay, each state has like so many, so many people, and when you cast a vote in the state, like all the votes are tallied, and then they they go to um, I, I forget what it's called because I've been so far away or been been away for so long, but it's called something like the electoral congress or something like that. So all your votes go to one person or like a handful of people, at least five. And then they decide to vote. They get to vote. So it's 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 not it's not it's not the votes of the population. No, no, it, the, 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 vote, the votes of the population go go to this like group of people, and they they get they get a vote. But and that's it's well, their vote that counts. That, that that is what just what we've been talking about, like the, how the government works. We elect the people who go there, and we expect them to do what. We yeah. Do. But the thing is, they're, they're they, they can they can vote however the fuck they want. Yeah, yeah, they can. So, they can so you could have like so a, they, a they, state that's like completely democratic or republican. Mm -hmm. like, let's say the state's completely democratic, and the motherfucker who who gets all who gets gets the results of the the votes, he says, "Well, I don't like this president, so or I don't like this candidate, so I'm going to vote the other way." Yeah. And and it's been like that since like the early. Early 1900s. But, but that, that's because we we expect that they don't lie in their campaigns and shit. We expect that they'll do what they say. But there's no no. no the reason, the reason it, 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 uh, I forget what it's called. Isn't it the case also in the states that every state has a different value? Uh, like the the thing is that, for example, Florida has the votes in Florida sometimes are worth like like. On the whole level, there were yeah, two because they have, yeah. because they have yeah, more, yeah, yeah. and then in other states there were less or yeah, something. Yeah. So it's even Bush, Bush, when he got elected the second time, he actually didn't won fully, but it was more of the of this balance that Florida had more, Texas had more, and everything, and that's why he won. It, it's just about so, it's about the population, I think. And it's the same thing in the European It's Union. about the wealth of the population. No. That's the thing. Wealthy states, wealthy states have much more power to decide which one they have elected on a way. Yeah, like, let's say that they, what Barry's saying on a way is that let's say that Florida votes. And then Florida has like, oh, yes, it's democratic. Mm. But then Florida for saying, okay, so every all Florida is democratic, yes? But then Florida doesn't have actually the vote of one. Mm. Because of the wealth that they have, they almost have the vote of two states. So if they go against uh, a New Orleans or something like that that is near, 
and those con those states that have really little economic power, then their vote is just worth one. No, so I, then they I'm fuck sure. them up. No, it, it's this. It's I forget what it's called, but it's this like there's these small groups of people, and uh, like all the votes go to them. And then they cast their vote for the president. That is the exact same thing that it is in Finland. The Congress gets voted by people, but it's, the Congre it's, Congress it's, Congress it's not it. the Congress. It's it's not the Congress at all. It, it was instituted after the uh, uh, abolition abolition of slavery, where where they basically they said we don't want ignorant people casting votes, so we'll vote for them. And so they created this thing. I but think it's like, it's like, like a big like electoral. Like like, it's called like an electoral candidate or something yeah. like that. So this, there's like a handful, like a handful of people for each state, and they cast a vote in, in, how they how they want. But in Mexico, in Mexico, we have the same thing. There's who the fuck knows? They're they're voted there by people. No, some of them in Mexico we have actually the same thing, and it's called the IFE. The Institutional Federal Election Committee. Yeah, or yeah, the elect yeah. electoral. And yeah, something like that. Like and that. these guys, at the end of the run, are the ones that count the votes, but they can actually do whatever they want. And they're not, they're, uh, that's what they have, com at least in Mexico, they have complained. And I think in, maybe in the States they have similar. Because and then Mexico has copied it from their states, and nobody elects those people democratically. Okay. Yeah, and it's just this group of people that say, Okay, well, we have all these memes, so yeah. who's the president now? Yeah. Uh, a lot of times it's just like some guys. Sometimes they do some fishy yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But I, let me just tell you about in, in Europe. In Europe, it goes that the population counts and the money counts as well. But for example, Finland, we only have 5 million people, so of course our economy cannot be as big as in Germany or in France. So we might only get 5 people in the European Congress. While France gets ten, but the laws they do they do for the whole of Europe. So they might do a law that's favorable in the so southern states of Europe, mm. where, where there's a lot of sunshine and it, it's much warmer, for example. So so they can make like uh, ecological rules, for example. Yeah, I'm all for being ecological, but if you, if you think it's the same thing of heating a house in Spain as it is to heat a house in Finland, yeah, it's totally different. But, but still, because we only get two people to vote, we won't win these things. So we, we have to live. So it's always a bad thing. They, they call these, uh, well, it's in many other things as well as just the, the, the one that I just told. But it, it's basically, it's, uh, it's France, Germany, and then there's some other middle European states. Italy or Spain or something like that. Yeah, that have the most power. Uh, and they, they want to make everything favorable for them. Well, it might be favorable for them, but it's not favorable for us. Yeah. But because we don't have enough votes, we can affect it. And also, well, uh, w one of the things that's impressed me them so uh, that has impressed me economically so much lately is been the power that Ger Germany Germany is a considerably tiny country. Mm. Yeah. But, but it's like a lot of people and money. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Not even people, because they're not that. They're big, but they're not that big. You know, okay, he's in the top three on Europe, mm. but internationally, compared to the other ones, he's not that big. Yes, what in Germany is less than 30, 30 million. No, I think that more. I think that more. 
I don't think that they pass 30 million, 30, 40 million. Maybe, maybe they do. I'm not certain. But it's not that many compared to other ones, mm. yes. And because it's a quite tiny state. I don't think it's that, mu that much more than 30. But my point is that they have so much wealth that they, they, have, they don't only have a... Their decisions manufacturing and everything. They have so many companies. That's there. the thing that the money that Germany, Germany, Germany is in the top three countries on the yeah, world yeah. that they have like international uh, uh, fluency of cash and yeah, shit. Yeah. I, I think it's Germany, amazing yeah. how much how much money goes through Germany and how much power German people have on many levels. Yeah, even if they are not that many because mm -hmm. they're not that many compared yeah. hey if there's a billion there, there's a billion Chinese there's yeah, only yeah. a billion Indian yeah. yeah they could have produced more money like they're bigger well, countries they, 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 are, have they are producing more money all the time and it's funny per, per head no well altogether I think the, the economy in China is like I think it's the second biggest already after the states yeah but, but, but then the, the third is Germany then, then where where does all the other ones that are yeah, big? Yeah, where, yeah. where is yeah, Canada has the same the same potential or even more than America? They have they they, they do but have, they don't have that many people and they don't have that many. But anyhow, they do have the resources yeah. to compete, and they're not even close to what Germany yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, like in international decision yeah, wise, yeah. Germany has because they don't have much resources per se. Germany is full with services. Yeah, yeah. They're brilliant. That service, but, but do you because think, do you think it might be also location? Because Canada is right next to the states, so but it, Canada has much more oil, yeah, yeah, has yeah, much yeah, gold, yeah, yeah. but still, still, the states are a little richer than Canada, so Canada has to listen to the states. And because of the location, yeah, because yeah, Canada of the, has to forfeit itself, yeah, to the yeah, states. yeah, especially, yeah, yeah, exactly. So so Canada can make that many decisions because it's next to the states, and states make the decisions. Uh, and in Europe, there's not that there's no other country next to Europe who who has the money to make these uh, to sell or or decide what's going to happen. So that's why Germany is the most important here. The UK and, and, and in in Asia, oh no, they're nowhere near. It. But the UK, but the UK does have an influence on European. Uh, Standards of law. Well, they do, and even though they don't even have the euro. Exactly, that's they, the thing. They, they that's that's how it shows you. That's that's exactly what you were talking about. That's how it shows you. Even if you're not part of the group, if you have enough cash, then you can still influence our yeah, decision. But, but the, the UK thing, is the perfect example. No, but the, the thing with UK is that UK is very independent. They they get everything from inside them. They don't need their neighbors as much as as we need Germany for everything. So Germany has power for power over all the neighboring countries and that's why it has so much power and in, in Asia China has so much power that everyone has to listen to China. But Germany doesn't have, uh, that's the thing that doesn't they have money. Thing that they, they, have money. they only have, they have services and money because that's Germany, that's Germany doesn't have thing. any oil almost, yeah. they don't have any gold, yeah. they don't have any natural resources on many like, hey France has more than what Germany has, I bet even Poland that is bigger. But Poland is the Poland is almost the biggest country in Europe. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I think Poland has more resources on some level than they have. But of course, but the administration, the management of the of the Germans, I, I has achieved a point that they can can control. Germany is just they have so many companies. They make so much money as to Poland. They don't they don't make as much money. They might have all, all the resources in the world, but if they don't know how to use them, if they don't have the infrastructure to exploit them. 
then they can do well, shit. The, the fact is, but that's the thing. Germany doesn't have it either. Germany only has the services. That's, Germany, that's, that's Germany, my point. Being Germany, that Germany, Germany, if the if the international commerce of the world collapses, mm -hmm. one of the first countries that gets affected completely is Germany. That's why Germany is right no, now in so much no, of no. a boost. I don't, because no, no, no. services-wise, all over the world, Germany has pushed itself up to the point because right now, hey, we put it in the video of the 7 billion people, yes? Almost 50% of us, of all of us, work in the service industry. Mm -hmm. And for that 50% that we work in the service industry, at least 10% is from German organization, mm -hmm. German wealth. But, but that's the thing, they, they, they have the infrastructure ready. And that's why they, they're so successful. Exactly. exactly. Tommy's on the point. Germany's invested in, in infrastructure and in education. But not locally. To, to, you know, if, if, even, even locally. If, locally it has. Yeah, yeah dude. If, if everything else falls, they're so well suited that, that they can live. They don't need, they don't need the other countries. They, they easily produce enough for themselves. And everything else they sell across the borders is bonus for them. And they sell shitloads, but they can. They, they're still so much that they can maintain themselves. So that's why, like Germany, is the least affected if, if the eurozone crisis built up. Actually, Germany is the one that is saying that they, it was a mistake to go into the eurozone after yeah, they yeah. accept Turkey and Greece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if for Germany, what well, Germany for the past two years it has been more profit. It could be more profitable independently yeah, sure, than being sure. part of the EU. It's the same. For, it's the same for Finland. Germany pays. Finland similar to it, yeah. Because Germany and fin like uh, countries that there's that even been talk that, like yeah. for example, Finland and Germany would. There were some other country I don't remember. It, it might have been the Danish people or something like this that we'd go out of the euro and we'd take the marka back because Germany had marka. It, it wasn't the same as in Finland, but, but they still had the mark. Yeah. And because it, it's not beneficial for us, we have to bail people out all the time. We're That's the thing, it's money. costing you more yeah, to yeah. be part of the yeah, group. Yeah. You're, you're actually paying for the mistakes of others. Yeah, exactly. You're right, Finland, Germany, all those profitable con countries, like even Poland has been profitable in the past two years. Mm -hmm. and like they, they haven't complained about yeah. that. Uh, but Italy, Spain, uh, Greece, on the past two years, the, all of the other countries. Is, Finland, one of them, has has had to pay yeah, for the yeah, fault yeah. that their pro, their democratic elected government well, we, has we made. Can, we can and it is a it is a lack of decision or a lack of investment that they actually have managed, yeah, and yeah. you we are paying for it. Living yeah, here, yeah. The, uh, our taxes here by living yeah, here have right, risen yeah. because of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because and we can we can bring it around full circle to the socialist idea, pay, like being 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 the big man in the group. To help everyone else out. <laughs> well, well, we can. We're, we're such a small man in Finland. You know who will be good for this podcast? Your friend Eric. Yeah, yeah, we should have him. Well, let, let's have a break from the podcast for now. We'll continue. We'll have a full break. Basically, they're using it in search journey as well, and Kinect is the one you use for Xbox that is a motion capture thing. 
and what they're doing is they can perform surgery with it and it, you can basically change tracks by just swiping your hand from left to right or whatever and it's really cool as well that it has cameras on it so when you walk into a room it'll detect your face and it'll log you in automatically and just just face recognition software and everything like this is really cool because you can do so many more because everything everything can be personalized to you okay so it's really nice but how much it costs this is uh, like is it, it's, a, it's, a, is it an add-on of the yeah, xbox or yeah it's an add-on and i think it was only i was just yesterday watching clips of this on youtube and i think it was 180 dollars maybe wow that's not that's not that's not expensive yeah. I think it's pretty cheap because they don't have that many games or anything yet for it. Okay. But, like, as it progresses, maybe soon you can use it for TV and everything. You know, maybe they will start putting it, you, you can get it with your TV or something like this. Because mm. maybe Samsung will do something similar yeah. to the next mm. ones or something like that. Yeah. Even my LG TV has this thing that if you buy this magic remote, it's the same as for your your Wii, where you just point into the screen and it, it follows it. Okay. So, and, and my TV has that. So I bet in a couple of years they will for sure have have a camera inside your your TV that'll follow your all your motions. Well, I, there is this site that I, I I got acquainted with this site a couple of months ago, and it's a, they have really cool stuff. It's called Think Geek. Mm. I don't know if you have seen it, but they have like gadgets, like weird gadgets. I think I show you this one. I don't know if I show it to you, but they had what they call the magic wand remote control. Mm. Yeah, that is it's it's like the it's like the wand of uh, of Harry Potter. It's actually the replica of yeah, Harry Potter's it's wand. A, it's a replica. Yeah, and then wand. what you do is that, for example, you want to. T it's a remote control. And then the, it has brilliant technology because what you do is that the way that you program it is that the wand has like 13 or 15 features, like ways to do it. Mm. But the way that it captures the features is that it has a button in the back. <coughs> then you just press it. The number of times that you want that feature, uh, the, the, like let's say that you want to put it, put it in feature three. Yes. So uh, so then you click the button three times, then you grab your remote control, put it in front of the wand, and then let's say that you put record. So then the wand has a chipset that recognizes the signal, the infrared signal that you're actually placing with that feature mm. in the wand, and then it records it. So then you know that the Feature number three is to do your wand like up and down. Mm. So then when mm -hmm. you go up and down, then it records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's brilliant because it recognizes the remote control, the, the action that you program on the remote control. So it's completely programmable from scratch. Mm. The only one that is not programmable is the volume up and down. And the way that they have the volume up and down is that you have the one like this, and then the way that you put the volume up and down is that you you twist it, and if you twist it this way, it goes up. If yeah, you twist yeah. the other way, it goes down. But the comments over there, it says that it's as responsive as it comes. Like, really, you just go into your room, and then you just go like that, TV on. Then you go like this, channel up. Yeah, Like yeah. this, channel down. <clears throat> the, but but oh. this is basically, well... I'd say this is older technology because they still have to have something to interact with. 
But with, with disconnect, it, because when it sees your face, it knows you're there. So it logs you in. Well, this one is the one that's much more simple because this one is just just a a, a dynamo or a gyroscope that understands and then sends that infrared. They don't see your face. You don't need an interface to it, in a way. Well, where where do you use it with them? Well, yeah, you need the TV. Yeah, 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 but but you don't need need anything. But with Connect, you need somebody that captures... Your, uh, in this one, you're using already the the R uh, the IRC the the infrared. Uh, yeah, yeah, but but that's you can't do that much with it. It's basically only the commands. Mm. Like that. Yeah, but, but with this connect, you can do anything. Else. There, there's also a similar one for PlayStation, and but there you have to uh, hold this like a microphone. Have. Yeah, yeah, I it, have yeah, seen that. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool as well. It, it's got like three D in depth view. So you can be fighting, fighting in an army or as a knight. So it, it'll record everything you do. As so with hold on, I, I didn't get you because I thought that the connect is the same thing as the PlayStation one. So no, no. You, in the connect, you don't need anything. Yeah, in, in connect, you don't need anything. It's just a camera ah. recording you, and it's all all motion. You don't need anything in your hands. So you just put the camera where your screen. Yeah, is. it'll automatically be on, and it'll be recording. Wow! It'll, it'll okay. automatically have face recognition. And oh, everything. that's clever. Yeah, that's nice. Because then, then I have seen the PlayStation one, yeah. and you need the microphones like this. I was looking at really cool clips. There was like air guitar, and it would. Uh, take your face and then position a guitar under you and then you could have your hands like this and it would assume the guitar is there mm-hmm. and then when you did like this it would play the sound of the guitar and then you could move your hand and it would like play the guitar mm-hmm. it really cool let's say you're watching a DVD and you sort of want to rewind or backtrack so you could like program it to do, yeah, if, yeah, if you do the moonwalk it goes backwards <laughs> well basically but but connect also has has uh, the running <laughs> the running man it'll like yeah. play, play double speed you're like let me rewind it <laughs> <laughs> that would be brilliant <laughs> no, but, 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 uh, connect also has uh, voice recognition so you just say pause and it pauses and, and it recogni- recognizes your voice from other people. It has, I think they said that it has four mics, so it has, has really good voice detection. So it'll detect your voice, and also, I guess, if it hears the sound coming from your, your direction, because it has a camera with the uh, face recognition, so it'll take the voice coming from, you know, the person it rec- uh, recognizes. So it's not like, if, it, if I'm logged in, Mm-hmm. And it knows me, and I have more power over you. For example, even even if you're logged in, but I'm like the master user. Mm-hmm. So even if you say pause, it might not do anything if I said play. So if I say pause, mm-hmm. then it would pause. Okay. So it, it's really cool. So wow. it's it's sort of like Siri's or Apple Siri. Siri, yeah. call yeah. call the last dumbass I <laughs> talked to. <laughs> Calling Tommy Kiwi, sorry. <laughs> no, but you know what? From Siri, I have seen right now more advanced stuff that uh, because Siri is connected to Wolfram Alpha, yeah. and then you there's two ways of talking to Siri. One that you can say Siri, uh, what is the street of this? But then you can actually go directly to Wolfram, and then just say Wolfram. Tell me what is the what is the shortest square root between the square root of two or the square root of uh, 2.5. Mm. And then it graphs you from from Wolfram Alpha everything that it and it has I have seen some commands there that are crazy. There, there was a guy saying, okay, graph me 
grab me the, the this guy said grab me the 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 yearly income of the United States and of the last two years and compare it to the Canadian one. And then two seconds later, you have it in the phone. Yeah, it's incredible. So it's incredibly smart. It's amazingly smart. But the thing with Siri, which does it use Wolfram Alpha? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so it is basically using Wolfram Alpha. It's just you have to yeah. call Wolfram Alpha. Like, yeah. mm, if you wanna, uh, if you want a normal um, fact that you can get from Google, then you call it first. You wake it up with Siri. What is this? But if you want a specific um, comparison or mathematical, you cannot call it Siri. You have to go like yeah. Wolfram. What is it? And then it goes. Yeah, yeah. But, but basically, what that is is just voice recognition <laughs> put into Wolfram. So it, okay. it, it's not anything that unique. But with the Connect, like maybe Connect will in the future use Wolfram as well. I think. I think. But they should use it. Yeah, it's a real. Yeah, most. but that's that's just voice recognition. That's that's using a search engine basically and, and finding results. But because it's not just voice recognition when it has all the motion detection as well. That's what makes it. But imagine the, imagine the implications of that. Because in a way, imagine, imagine a well-programmed connect as you have it. Mm. You have a bloody blind person in front of the TV. Yes. Then you go with the blind person. The blind person can say like, uh, a sign of two plus something else or yeah, like this yeah. and then he actually had like he doesn't need to talk and then the machine can be already computing shit yes and then showing you stuff you just by actually but, but well that, that, this, this is the problem this is the problem you said the TV would show something yeah but if it's a blind person it won't be showing shit because no, the but you know it can that <coughs> thing, it can show you something and of course the connect itself can actually read you what it's showing I, I, so, yeah I, I think he meant like a deaf person talk, talking with connect using sign language well that would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that would be a very good implementation mm-hmm. implementation of connect is if it recognized sign language and how easy would it be to because deaf people Many deaf people still speak. They say mm-hmm. words. So let's say you talk to a TV. It never gets impatient. You can train as much as you want. And it can tell you, no, you're saying this wrong. You know. So you just talk to the TV. You can see what you're talking. It'll turn it into writing and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you just talk to it and it'll learn. Or it'll tell you, no, just... This you said a little bit wrong. Say it like this or something. Like that. Well, they they have games. Uh, they have games like yeah, that. Sing, yeah, yeah, Sing Star, you know, or like it, it like. But like what, what it's sing, what, sort of like voice recognition. It re- recognizes no. like tone of yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. Sing Star only only recognizes the voice, so or the, like tone, the tone of the voice. Yeah. The so you can just hum through it and get four points. So that's not really that good. But but if it were more advanced. Well, that, on the well, same Siri, line, it's Siri. Yeah, Siri. Yeah. So if you can, if Siri can understand you, yeah. you know you can talk to other humans as well. Yeah. yeah. But think about how how far we are also from. But don't you think that right now with all these, like, like, uh, like infrastructures, governmental infrastructure mm-hmm. that are getting so 
but so many budget cuts and everything and one of them is education from that from with that kind of technology it's going to be very simple in the near future to actually have all the homeschool kids, you know, yeah, that you have yeah. the teacher and he's at his home and then he teaches everybody and then, yeah. you know, you are, you do if you think about it. narrow the interaction of people to the, to, to just the basis of it that you might not need them and you can just have a screen. And if you, and if you think about else. it, like connect. If Kinect has face recognition, you could just do something like, if you have a classroom, for example, if one of the Kinects doesn't recognize the face of a student, you know he's looking somewhere else, he's not participating, so you'd directly be able to say something like, pay attention. So basically now we would be the exact same thing as being in a classroom. No, but, you know, not even that, not even the pay attention. The teacher doesn't have to be, if, let's say I'm a teacher. I have my connect in the back, Connecting. and I have the th or that one. Yeah. I have the thirty students in front of me, mm -hmm. and then okay, I have programmed that the thirty faces need to be in front of it, and then I program the system every time that they're looking somewhere else. Then you take a point. Uh, they, yeah, they, they, yeah. Then just give me a, a, a score. They have a hundred when they start. They yeah, take a point yeah, up. Yeah. Then you just see the result at the end. Yeah. Oh, this guy never looked. <laughs> yes. So even the teacher at the moment he doesn't need to do shit. Yeah. But then he gets a result of the actions of the yeah. other person. Um, he, the implications of that yeah. are, are massive. And, and especially face recognition might not be that good because you basically have a book and be reading a book or have a laptop under the video. But because now we can also just follow eyes, you can, you know, when you record someone, you, you can exactly know where it's looking because you, the video will follow the iris of the eye, so you know where it's looking. So if it's not looking at the TV, you know, it's, he's not studying, basically, or listening to you. So, exactly. Yeah, the implications are humongous. Yeah, that's, that's right. It's going to be, it's going to be an interesting, um, technological tool that oh. is going to find its way right now to something new and uh, many applications could could come from that you know yeah. it, many. It's basically how ma many companies also they want to have people working from home now so this, this would just prepare them for that though I, I think the problem is still that that I think people do need interaction with others to become social people because I do think that is a big part of being human, that you're social. I totally agree. But that's, so, why so it's I, I, that's, that's where we're turning to because you, with those technologies you can reach the point that social interaction could be just through a screen. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I think, I think people do need to be touched and, and you know, to play around. And I don't think internet gaming is the same thing. But I think maybe through technology we can get even closer to that. that you know, even now with, with webcams and everything like this, it, it is getting closer that you see the people you're, you talk with all the time. Mm -hmm. So it is getting closer to this. But I do think it's still important to meet people and stuff like this. But, yeah. but I, I guess they should just have, like, w one day every week they should just meet up or something Here, so, so it could be like ha half of the time is homeschooled and half of the time is in the classroom or something. in the thing geek one uh, they have this one also that is like a, it's like a tower like this that um, it has like a, it connects to the, 
to the electricity and it had like two compartments and then like a small um, like lift or like a fake hand let's call it that way and a camera and it has like a GSA to put that like you connect online and it's for dog owners that travel a lot mm. and the thing is that it, it you connect it to the TV and then you're in your phone that has a camera it shows you in the phone you talk to the dog <laughs> you see the dog and then if you want you play with the dog and you give a trick to the dog yes mm. and like supposedly if he needs more food then the thing is that it opens a compartment and you press it and then it gives more food to the dog mm. or something yeah, and there were some comments there of this girl. Uh, there was one of these girls like, "Yeah, I travel so much, and my dog loves it. He even like talks with me and <laughs> shit when she see when the dog sees me." Mm. Uh, so even even dogs are starting to get acquainted <laughs> with yeah. with. Someone uh, will have a Facebook for dogs. Yeah. <laughs> well, back to back to connecting students with teachers through technology. It's actually a good thing, even though it, it, it separates human hum, personal human interaction, you know, close close contacts, being in the same room with someone to, to, to either talk to or, mm. or learn something. It, it, it provides the opportunity for the, the best the best minds to to the best and brightest teachers to contact the best and brightest yeah, students. For, for, yeah, from a yeah, global. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. And that's a that's a big step in yeah, human yeah. human uh, social evolution. And imagine imagine a professor, for example, you have already in iTunes and that kind of thing, like uh, these big universe like Springstone and shit. They they almost all their classes, their high level uh, classes like nuclear physics. Yeah, well, besides that, but they 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 record it as a podcast in iTunes. Okay. So if you go to uh, it's, if you go to iTunes right now, there's a part in iTunes that is called iTunes iTunes U, that is iTunes University, University yeah. and then there you can find like there is there is the whole degree like the whole degree for being a nuclear physicist. Mm. So you can see the whole courses like you you go to physics one and then they have. <clears throat> 45 podcasts, but they're the 45 lessons. And you start from the first one, and then the guy gives you the homework and everything, and they're being recorded in the back. Yeah. Imagine the idea that in the future you can have, like, on a way, if they would want it to, Princeton University or MIT all over the world. Yeah. Yes, that yeah. you can be in Kuala Lumpur, yeah, and then you can do, your, of course, your whole degree there. You just see this guy handing your shit over there. So it is. It is an interesting concept, as you say, that the brightest people can yeah, actually yeah. impart their knowledge. But of course, it do does reduce the idea that hey, if I live in in India and uh, it costs me less or the same to take a virtual degree from Princeton, they might prefer a Princeton degree even virtually than any other yeah, degree yeah, that I can yeah. take in India. Yeah. So, so yeah, again, I think for this also they have to have a limit, limited number of people to take. It. Not only a limited number of people, but also uh, right now uh, education, yes, is one of the most invariable. Is one of the most variable uh, goods 
to services to purchase everywhere in the world. Mm. Some countries doesn't cost. Some countries cost. Yeah, and what somebody yeah. would never earn in their lifetime. Yeah. In some of them, and in others, yeah. doesn't cost that much. Good example is our our famed or my famed president George Bush Jr. A complete dumbass, but he graduated from a Ivy League school. Mm. So, yeah, how's it work? He's a complete dumbass. But I, I do think they failed in business. I do failed in, in presidency. I think it's good that ways. all schools don't take everyone in. But for example, these podcasts—if you can hear the same thing taught by a good teacher, even if you go to Hagahelia, but you could hear a podcast about the subject from someone, a teacher teaching the same thing in. MIT, you know, I, I'd go to the lessons in Haga Helia, but if I was interested in it, I'd listen to the podcast from MIT as well. Absolutely. So so it is a good thing. No, it, you might learn more from the guy yeah. in MIT stuff. And if you're interested, maybe then you'll pay a little, you know. Yeah. And why, why wouldn't they? You don't have to sell the whole degree. <coughs> you could sell a couple couple courses. But imagine that and, and there is no face, profit. Face recognition MIT and, everything. and Princeton, they actually don't have any profit. This is a service that they're making, for example, for their own students mm. that either they don't go to class, like if you skip a class, then you can see it. Yeah. Or if you still you went to class and then you just want to review the lecture, then you have it. Like yeah. there's no charge to, not even, not to their students and to anybody else. Yeah, you yeah. can yourself download the stands for the whole lawyer degree on well, Stanford it, even, even better if it's for free but I think uh, if they start giving material away and stuff like this then, then I would then I'd pay I, I wouldn't mind if, if they give me a textbook to read like an ebook to read for the course or or if they prepare a homework for us I wouldn't mind paying for that that's good I like homework yeah uh, see so, I'm not complaining about the idea I'm just saying that uh, this is just gonna make that the the balance of education of how much you pay for education worldwide mm. is gonna change. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yes, because it is at the end of the run that in the moment I think Finland is very a very it's a niche for technological development in many ways. I think sooner or later Finnish universities are going to start doing something similar. Mm. In the moment that they start doing something like that, they're a step away of just saying, hey, you know what? Next time, we don't go, we, we are Hagahelia. We don't go to Nigeria to look for how many Nigerians we can bring yeah. here for the next degree. That they normally do that. And they bring 15 or 20. Yeah. They say, hey, you know what? It's cheaper if we put that uh, put there a room, With two televisions, yeah. a yeah. computer... And then every course that we have here, we show them there and tell, and that's Hagahelia too. And then you graduate from yeah. a Finnish university yeah. that is in Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah. Cheaper, faster, much more manageable. So we're but, but quite I, close. I, I do think that part of, part of the thing is, though, that they want the people to come to work in Finland as well. But that's the thing, you can show, you, you can actually also give them the facility when it has that, but it will be, as on a school level way, it will be cheaper because you would, you would still have the same room, yet you wouldn't have to deal, because it's a lot of dealing with all these mm. people from abroad, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. and it's a lot of hassle many times, and then sometimes there are not enough uh, eh, houses to give to anybody yeah, and yeah, they have yeah. to live in a community house for half a year or more so 
it is a solution on some level for for countries that are like this one that want to impart or or make the knowledge that they have go somewhere else. Other still, ones, still we get back to capitalism that that uh, country providing the service wants the money, wants the workforce. If, if it teaches highly educate someone it wants well, to yeah. keep that person but a lot of those guys a, a lot of I think even Hungary's purpose when they go to Nigeria or Zimbabwe or Africa and get Let 15 me, Africans there that, that, I think I'm gonna, know, I'm gonna, they I'm gonna know, they know that out of those 15 Africans they know it one or two are going to be working in Finland uh, in a night yeah, yeah. and I'm exaggerating and I'm actually being kind well But I'm just using Africa as an example, and uh, I think uh, many of the things is that they just have to fill a quota, that they have a, a specific amount of... It's an international quota yeah, that yeah. they have for foreign people that want... Yeah, and yeah. every I think even they impart it to universities, that every university needs to actually have a, a certain amount of them. Yeah. Yes, of foreign, uh, foreign students to, 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 to get a certain amount of money. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And I think that's why they cope with all those foreigners well enough. Yeah. But still, sometimes, I think it was last year that they had like 3,000 students from Africa. And from those 3,000, I think 1,500 didn't have anywhere to live. Yeah. So it's like, how can you Yeah, they were living in Hakaniemi in big bungalows, like 50 students in the same room. Yeah. Yes, yeah. in bunker beds, like military style. Yeah. It's like, first... If you already know that you have a restriction on the living on the living quarters of these people, then why the fuck you bring them here mm. in the first mm. place? If you cannot cope with uh, them, but it then is, why? Well, it, it is. It is a and they're, they're they're really not trying hard to keep keep like graduates because the the shit that I'm going through right now is <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I, I get insurance from from from. From Tapiola, Finnish insurance company, and they say it's not enough for my residency permit. Mm. So you, you I mean, the, like, okay, like the whole reason why I came here. Well, one of the big reasons why I came here is because I knew that Finland was going to go through a personnel crisis, like a human resources crisis. I said, okay, well, maybe I can, you know, fire a job. Yeah, yeah, I want to. I want to. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to fill a job here because I maybe I can. I think you're ten years too early. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I want to feel required by SSA. <laughs> yeah. If it's not America, then let's go to Finland. Uh, no, we're in the correct start, but yeah, there's a deficit of it, and you're right. It is still every time more marked. Uh, we haven't. The problem is that yet we haven't uh, had the baby. The, whole, the all the baby boomers haven't retired yet. And that's going to happen yeah. in the next six years, yeah. six to seven years from now. And that, that is true. In the moment that all the baby boomers retire, that has the high positions of, uh, of, of, of private enterprise, government, e education, everything, then everybody that is right now studying or has already graduated and is right now working in lower base position, of course, there's going to be a shift a total shift on the way things work because it's going to be a new ideology very fast yes new people are going to get to have uh power not only economical power but also decision power and that's going to happen soon so uh, what you're saying is get to 
baby boomers to drink and smoke as much as possible so they retire <laughs> early, right? Well, they are already doing that, yes, but slowly it's happening, you know? Like, we, we want them to retire as soon as possible so we well, they, they, on a drink way, and smoke. Uh, on a way, if you think about it, it's a matter of a shift, yes. If you're right now in any organization... Is it working? Yeah, it's working. If you're right now in any organization and then uh, there's uh, the boss that is already 50 years old and under one, there's another one, another one, there's another one. In the moment that one goes, there's a shift. Everybody moves up on, on a ladder. Yes. But the and thing there, is that the baby, so many, the baby so boomers many. right now, the ones that are between 45 to 55 years old, in the next six years, they're going to turn all of them 60 or 50 something retired time not working anymore and they're gonna there's so many of them that the whole upper part of government and organizations is gonna go out so then you're gonna have younger people that are going to go in yes with new ideas new ways of new ways of doing stuff and they're gonna make a change and is when us or anybody is gonna be required uh, for that I, I think the the baby boomers that's the wrong term because I think the age group at the moment is already is 50 and above I, I think the biggest biggest amount of people or the the age is from probably from 55 to 65 that's the most amount of people in a 10 year gap in any any age at the moment mm. And those people are the ones that are going to retire. But those are baby boomers. They're the ones that are born. The baby boomers are the ones that are between born between 1950 and 1965. No, the baby boomers are the ones who, who are born after the war, because that's when we started. 1950, 1965. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 My father is a baby boomer. He was not born in 1958 or something. Yes. He might. He's Still going to. Young man. He's going to retire. He's going to retire in. Six years from now, yeah. something like that. Yes, but of course, who's next to what he's having? Who's under it? Who mm. is under it? Yes, a guy that is thirty-one. I, I, well, I think there's going to be people who hand down power too, at least to some degree. But there's going to be so many spaces be, below them that are going to be left free. Absolutely, and we don't have enough basic workforce to. And that's what that's what intelligent that's what. Finland is actually trying to cope with uh, because they already know that idea. Sociologically, mm. they know that they have too many old people on too many places of importance in a way that they need to cover that no that knowledge gap and that is going to happen. There, there's also the problem that there's so many old people, but there's so many young, highly educated people that there's not enough people to take care of the old people. And that's why we also need work. And to pay for their pensions, that's the pro that's yeah, one of the, the, that, the, that's the, one of the biggest things yeah, that the government that, has that, because right now if if we don't continue we on the on what, how we're doing now, if our children don't discover uh, instantaneous gold, mm. uh, we are not going to have any pension yeah. for ourselves. Do, uh, because we are actually not putting any money to our pension. We are actually paying the pension of the ones that come yeah, yeah, <laughs> in yeah. front of us. So that's the thing. Yeah. That who's going to pay for us? <laughs> yes. Oh, the ones that are behind. So that's why I'm saying if they don't actually discover time travel or mm, cold fusion, they <laughs> but I, I was just in this marketing yourself course and in that they showed a graph that actually we are getting enough people that 
that the population number in Finland isn't going to go down. So we are going to have enough people, but a lot of those people are going to be coming from abroad. Because it, it, if there is, uh, if there's not enough jobs, of course people from other parts of the world will also know that, and there will be a lot of more people coming here. And of course they will have to let them come, because we need them, so that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And with this, should, should, should we pause this? This would be part two of Talking about dreams. Yes. Dreams and sleep talking, sleepwalking, sleepwalking, and, and yeah. all that stuff. And pissing on laptops. Pissing on laptops. Pissing on laptops. We, might, we might come back to them in another yeah. podcast later. They're walking dead <laughs> in reality. Yeah. Anyways, it, 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 it comes back to a story that I had how I got into trouble for with with uh, one of my ex girlfriends for sleep sleep talking, and basically I. I She woke up early, and she was, you know, laying next to me, and I started sleep-talking. So, uh, you know, when I sleep-talk, sometimes I'll, I'll say words and complete... I'll most likely be, like, moaning and groaning, like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, she, uh, what she did is, is touched me on my lips, and I actually said, said someone else's name, a girl... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she touched me on my lips and I said a girl's name, and uh, the thing the thing was like, she got in, intensely jealous. What, was it like your, her sister or <laughs> her mother? <laughs> no, it was uh, it was some girl that that I went to high school with, and in actually the dream she didn't knew the word. She didn't know, she didn't know who just the girl's who, name. Yeah, it was just girl's name. And, Actually, the the dream was like so obscure. It's like the the dream was uh, uh, the girl gave me a T-shirt, and I was like, "Oh, thank you for thank you so much." Yeah, you know, T-shirt yeah. from one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she just gave me. Just I was like, I remember now. It was like, "Thank you, Laura." Anyways. Anyways, she got so insanely jealous that I was dreaming about another girl, and. Uh, Really, really. After that, she just didn't believe a single word that I said. She was so fucking jealous, and it, it was it was it was just sleep talk, you know. Yeah, it was just sleep talk. But it's exactly the same we were talking before. It's not the words; it's the context yeah. where the words are being said, yeah. and it's the same thing. They cannot blame you for something that you're unconscious because you were unconscious actually saying that. Completely were. And you were unconscious pissing. <laughs> so, even an action or a word can be unconsciously traced yeah. to a natural instinct that is that doesn't have any deeper meaning on any level. The, the dreams are, are crazy. Like, if you think about your dreams, how many times in your dream do you remember that you even have a girlfriend? Because... I think, I think, I think we even maybe discussed this in an earlier podcast. But what, what dreams, I, I, what I think dreams are, it, it's just you going through problems in your head, 
and it's it's not that you even go through it the exact thing in, in your head your mind just makes a setting for this thing in your head and you're replacing things just to deal with it better so you have a more concrete way of going to the problem and then solving it well yeah exactly dreams help you cope with life and reality yeah yeah, yeah. but i also think that dreams is some it's a way of it, it might sound a bit like trivial or banal but it is true it's a way of your brain entertaining itself yeah. it's like your brain is also trying to make a tv show so yeah, it, think about it yeah. that if that day you had a lot of like violence input to it or very calm or very lovable input then your dream is always going to be also uh yeah, like reflect, all, that. reflect that yeah, side yeah. on some level yeah so it, it does make you cope with reality and understand reality in some way but also it interprets what you have done that day and 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 builds the frame like yeah. the whole picture out of it on it if you're watching the whole day hey vampire and werewolf stuff for sure you may have had some dreams that follow that line even if the plot of the dream is not that then at least the perimeter of the dream might seem creepy or might yeah. seem a bit like a scary or like a, like threatening or whatever it's a matter of entertainment also to your brain to keep it functioning well and i also think if you let's say you're a physician or something like this and you have a problem you're trying to solve and then you've also watched a scary movie so your mind mind might just change it to something like it's basically a werewolf being your teacher or some shit there's just yeah. take aspects from up, like everywhere and they'll just like mash it up and yeah. make, make it so that it's easy for you to follow and so that uh, that's how you solve problems also when you sleep that if you have a problem when you go to bed your brain still tries to solve it and then it'll just take everything that you, you've done in the in the past day for example and it'll, like, it'll use that to try to explain the problem to you during the dream so you know how to solve it or you, you might even solve it during the night and when you wake up you're like ah oh, that, that you know because like, when, when I wake up uh, that that's when I my, my most creative that's when I I go to my computer and I write 10 pages straight you know that's because at least for me that's how my brain works during the night I I might have many ideas in the evening, but during the night they get put into place. Like I get a structure to it, and then in the morning I can just type it up. Like it, it it's fresh in my brain. I've built a framework and I just act on that, and that's how it works for me. But of course that not that's not all the dreams. And, and when you were talking about making it like a TV show. I think that that's what soap operas are on TV. Like, if you watch soap soap opera on TV, your your brain just goes to sleep almost. You're just in tune. You don't have to think about anything, but you're kind of still thinking about stuff. That and that's what I think dreaming is. That it, it it's a soap opera. It, it's bullshit, but you're still dealing with stuff. But it, it gives time for your brain to relax and. It's not doing everything you do when you're awake. Like you're not straining it that much. 
and that's why you're using the images that you created during the last day. Exactly, is uh, is that is using is making like a movie series or a mm -hmm. TV series out of it, but of course the meanings of your reactions might actually take you to some resolution on it, but the parameter, the premise, the premises of the series that you're watching while dreaming is not actually that tomorrow you're going to have vampires and then they're going to yeah, eat you, yeah. yes, or anything like that. But of course, if you're trying to solve the problem of like, hey, I have this shit at work and everything, well, it can be a turtle talking to a wolf and then trying to solve the shit. It's your way of interpreting that shit unconsciously with what you have, with the with the images or, or the pictorial thoughts that you, you know, have. You know, you it, 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 might, it might just be that when you're sleeping, you turn off off the long-term memory in your brain, and the only thing that's active in your brain is your short-term memory, and that's why you always, if if you've seen a scary movie or whatever you've done in the past day, because that's in your short-term memory, so that's what comes up in your sleep. So maybe that's what it is, that that you can't, when you're asleep, you have you're also the part of your brain where you have your deep memories, that's that's off limits, that you can't access that. And you only have your short-term short memory to work with. Yeah. And that's also why if you have a problem when you go to, go to sleep, that's in your short-term memory. If you've just seen a scary movie, that's in your short-term memory. And that's the only thing that's active when you sleep. And that's, that's why you dream of it. Yeah, but you're, you might be getting short-term memory mixed up with long-term memory because short-term memory is really only within 13 and 45 seconds. And it's actually, it actually has to deal with what you're concentrating on. No, but the, 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 the lapse of uh, you passing any information between short-term memory and long-term memory, it, it does need like a... Like at least an hour repetition or, or a couple of time repetition to, yeah, to, yeah, go, to go into to the pass long term, yeah, the yeah, long -term yeah, memory. Exactly, yeah. to pass it into a long term memory. It's a, it's a very interesting subject that when, you, when it comes down to it, the difference between long term and short term memory. You know, there's actually what's, what's involved in, in, in changing things from short term to long term memory. There is this, uh, there is this guy. Um, that that has recommended there is this medication that they have for kids that uh, pee on their bed. Uh, that it's a it's a it's a nasal uh, release medication that they have. I don't remember the name, but they 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 put it to kids that uh, are growing up, like they're between like six seven years Doesn't old. Doesn't make you concentrate. That that's the thing that the, uh, this this one has some kind of certain amino acids that what they do is that they make your shortened memory last longer, and they make the bridge between shortened memory and long term memory reduce itself. And they do it. They put it to these kids. It's 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 a it's a protein-based hormone. Actually, now I remember. It's a protein-based hormone that uh, they put it to kids before they go to sleep. And that way, the kid unconsciously, on a, really unconsciously, does remember not to pee himself yeah. in bed, and then they don't pee himself. Well, 
this guy, yeah, researcher and study guy, uh, ha, he he was studying Chinese Chinese characters, and then uh, and then he had this thing that he was reading the Chinese characters, and then he was really into checking what kind of medications could improve his mental function. He really went deep into it, and he figured out that this hormone does do that, like to kids, and it's not recipe to anybody else. So he ordered it from Europe, and he was studying uh, Chinese characters. He says that if he, he, when he was writing his final exams on Mandarin, yeah, he could go through 300 pages in 10 minutes, just passing them by, looking at the sign, yeah, at the at the Mandarin character, and looking at the definition of each character, and then passing it through it. And then you, you just see it, yeah, and then he just took like two, 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 two hits in each nostril. He went through it, and then he scored a perfect 98, 99 on the test. Yeah. And he did it that so many times. And then he actually tells you that, of course, this medication only lasts like for, only lasts like for 45 minutes. Yeah. yeah. But, but 10 minutes before he started the test... It was like he just took the heat of the medication, 10 pages, 20 pages, 300 pages, yeah. went through. Your pictorial memory yeah. goes yeah. in bust, and then you remember everything, and then he could draw everything without yeah. any problem. Mm -hmm. And then he got perfect score without previously studying. So there are kind of... But then what, after it, did he just forget it? Well, the thing is that that's what he was actually saying, that, of course, from all that information, yes, you might long-term remember 30-40% of what you just yeah. saw there. But at least for the, for the exam, yeah, yeah. yes, it was for him like... Wow! Yeah, and he, and, and 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 he has some some interesting stories yeah, that, about that, that about kind of stuff like uh, limitless, you know, that you take a hit of something and then you get like super function for well, a li limited time and then it goes back to normal. Yeah, but you know those exist on some level. It's not. Yeah. It, 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 it might not be on a on a matter of comprehension, mm. but it might be on a matter, uh, and it's proven on 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 on, phot on on a kind of photographic memory. Yeah. Because photographic memory, all of us are capable of. Mm, other people have more have more chemics capacity. in their brain and capacity to actually cope with that memory. But we could yeah. unconsciously remember so. that kind of thing that you would remember even even in if you think so. If you think right now, okay, place yourself in the center of Helsinki. Yes, there, you would actually all, already have a view. Well, I know, a, a, a pictorial view of where you are and yeah. how it looks. Actually, actually, this you can develop that kind of memory to make it as detailed as it can. Mm -hmm. And I think that with some kind of uh, natural stimulants, it is also possible to keep that pictorial memory for longer time than mm -hmm. you can remember it. And uh, and it, that's the point that they. But that, would that, that, that they then, if you have a limited capacity and if you if you use this, would you then start deleting stuff from it? Yeah. yeah, maybe there's 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 only the, like, it's it's most likely biologically or genetically or or even even chemically limited amount of capacity that you're able to recall. 
Mm. I mean, there's shit that, you, that that your brain will remember that you just won't remember. Yes, please. That you just won't be able to recall consciously. Mm. But but that's the side of fact. I had I had this brilliant idea for uh, we'll, we'll uh, bring this. No, up. no, just well. okay. When, when uh, Manuel said, "Place yourself in the center of Helsinki." This brought up this, this, this really great idea. Close your eyes and place yourself in the center of Helsinki. Clo- go ahead, close your eyes and, and, and place yourself in the center of Helsinki. Where exactly is that? For me, it's uh, Stockman under the clock. Stockman under the clock. Okay, for me, it's, it's completely different. Where, where is yours then? For me, it's on the east side, east side of the train station near the bus terminal. East side, so near uh, Kinobot? No, no. Okay, you know where the train station is. <laughs> yes, I know where the train station is. You know where the bus terminals are. Yeah, on both sides, east and west. Okay, right there, like right when you walk outside the train station. So in the middle. Yeah, cent- center. So, so, so between the train station and, uh, and sports like that. Uh, actually, the sports no, actually so sports are gonna be east, east, Actually, uh, between the between the train station and on the rocks. Yeah, yeah. So so, so they're the, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So actually, that, cl- cl- closer to the train station than than Kino Blocks. Yeah. 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 Uh, like right there. That's your center. Yeah, that's my center. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have to find out from, from Manuel. <laughs> Manuel, Manuel, yeah. close your eyes and picture yourself in the center of Helsinki. Yeah? Where is it exactly? Uh, where, where are you standing? I am standing in the... I'm standing in the intersection between the street that goes out of the railway station and Mannerheim in Tie, where the corner of Sokos is. So, they're okay. by the McDonald's? Ah, no, 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 no I think no, the yeah, Millionaire's yeah. Club is there. Uh, no, no, uh, like, you know... It's between Forum and Sokos. No, 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 no. Uh, it's there's Sokos, you know. Sokos yeah. is the whole block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm standing in the corner where you go into the metro station, like down, like this, uh, like uh, the trams go here in front of us. Um, uh, like, uh, uh, so are, are you in the southwest corner of the railway station? No, I'm not in the railway. If I picture myself right now in the center of Helsinki, like this, yes, to start walking, then I am. Where the tram four ten all of them go exactly in front of Sokos. So between yes. so, so between Sokos and uh, you know Lollasi Palace. Yeah. 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 There. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. There. It, but in the side of Sokos. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, so that, it's, it's actually different for each one of us. Yes, 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 totally true. I, 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 I point myself over there because I think there I'm the most. Accessible to everywhere. Yeah. That's why I'm there in the center. I'm like metro, yeah, 50 minutes away. Yeah. Tram, 25 minutes away. Other one, 25 minutes away. Mm-hmm. I'm like center yeah. of center. Yeah. The other ones are center. You want to call it 
on a center way, but not on a large scale center. Yeah. I don't know if you understand my concept, but yeah, that's yeah. where I found myself to be in the center of Helsinki. But actually, actually, that's that that would be uh, good feedback for our listeners if they could tell us, you know, when they close their eyes and picture the center of Helsinki. Yeah, where are where, they? where yeah. exactly are you? So what you need to do is after you listen to this, you go on Facebook to the channel Disjointed. It might be Disjointed Conversation stuff. You'll find it. Just look, look us up. Uh, let us know what's the center of Helsinki to you. Yeah, there's people that are gonna say the center of Helsinki to me is middle Bangkok or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know Helsinki. <laughs> <laughs> so come and visit Helsinki. You might get a tour from the disjointed people. Yeah, a, a very disjointed tour, <laughs> but a good tour. For me, it was a uh, stockman, you know, under the clock, because that's a really, really no meeting, meeting yeah. for people. So I might think that that's my second place of doing it, uh, mm-hmm. of of, think, of thinking. If you tell me the second one, yeah, okay, under stockman's clock, yeah. because that's that's how Finnish people have taught me also that it's like yeah. the center of downtown you meet there. But I, I do my it, I do interpretation it, yeah. of the center of town is where I can get. I feel that I'm in the center of everything, and it's exactly in the in the corner of Sokos, but with Mannerheim India, and I don't remember this street, the one that goes up to uh, it, Tavastia. I think it's Simon Gato on that side, and then it's... Yeah. You know, the one that goes up to Tavastia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Simon Gato on the Mannerheim west India. side of Mannerheim Yeah, exactly. And it's Kai Ogato, I think. Okay. Is. It's a different way of looking at things, but at the, at the end of the run, it, it is the pictorial representation yeah, yeah. that we have. I, I wonder for Finnish people, or for people from Helsinki, I think for many people it might be under Stockman. But then for foreigners, I, I don't think Stockman has that much of a... Because if... Well, I don't know. For, stu, stu, for students, Stockman might not be that... that Big of a deal because Stockman is quite expensive and shit. So. But but for Finnish tradition, as you say, uh, from Finnish people, when I met some Finnish person and I have a relationship, I have had a relationship from Finnish girl. Always mm. is like the center of downtown for anybody. Is like yeah, under Stockman's club, yeah. main department store under the club or yeah. main entry. Yeah. Yeah. But. When I have met, for example, I have a, I have had to meet an African guy or something like that in downtown. For them, when they tell me, yeah, I need to downtown, main doors railway station. Yeah, yeah. Yes, or some of them are like, yeah, I need you downtown. And like, where is downtown? Oh, where the bus, where the main buses come, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they have told me, yeah, I need you downtown. Where? You know the bar that is there where the buses come? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's their downtown. I I think like for the younger generation in Finland or in Helsinki, it might be Gumpi because Gumpi is a new new apartment store. So and, and yeah. a lot of teenagers hang around there. So and they have the like, main bus station there. Yeah, to go to Espoo or something. Yeah. So I I think for them it might be that. It's funny how it changes. And you might ask a person that is 60 years old, and then they might have another way. They yeah. you might tell them then downtown, and like, where? White Church? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you what. My my favorite place. My favorite place to hang out at. Let's let's say it's at, my place. Uh, yeah. Okay, Tommy. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you that. I'll, I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, but but in reality, if I stay out all night, I've been you know I miss my bus, and it's like an hour, an hour and a half before I can get home, and by night. Not paying for a taxi, being a cheapskate. I'll just fucking hang out downtown. Actually, by by one of the kiosk, the kiosk by the um. It's it's a this permanent this permanent like Naki kiosk. Uh, like the deli shop or something like that. No, it's the it's the not the. There's Is it next to the the bus station. It's next to the bus station. It's permanent. With the, with the, with the, the, the time red, no? like the timetables. It's yeah, run, yeah, yeah, run by yeah, this yeah. like. Vietnamese yeah. people. Yeah. That's actually that's actually my favorite place to hang out. <laughs> talk to drunken. Yeah, talk to drunken people. <laughs> I have the best conversations with bombs and hobos. <laughs> you feel so at home. I think this is a very picturesque city. That's why I like it. You find so much different shit from all over the world. So many different cultures that yeah. I think. And I, I think about Asian people. Asian people. There's not that many Asian markets in Helsinki, but there is an. There's a lot of Asian market or Asian restaurants. Well, we're we're eating, eating, yeah, they, they have one on on the red. Yeah, it's huge. huge. I, I bet for many Asian pe- people, how can anyone be the center? Like. You know, let's meet in Helsinki. They'll meet in Hokkaido. Yeah, next to the Asian Yeah, because the center of where you. Hey, even when I was in when I was in 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 living in Hokkaido, I normally even that I was that close to the center because Hokkaido, what is it? It's a kilometer away from the center. Mm. I actually was not going to the center that much, that often, because you have everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a kilometer away, but then you have everything that you need yeah, over there, yeah. so you don't need to go to the... Yeah, especially now it's been growing again, and they're getting more shops and everything there. Yeah. You have, right now, I think, the first 20-hour, 24-hour shopping happening. It might be. So, they just put one there. And for older people, it might be Tala. Tala is one of the oldest parts of the city. And, and that, that's a really high-class place. And, and, you, and Tala, when you think about it, it's also there. downtown. Yeah. So you can think that Tala is still downtown when you want to meet somebody downtown. Yeah, yeah it's the same distance as Hokkaido. Like, you know, where the buses stop from the metro in Kampi, many people might say that that is downtown from them. Yeah. yeah. So... It, it's different to everybody yeah. and that is the truth so come on to our Facebook I page think, yeah. and tell us where is downtown for you I think a lot of it has to do with it, where, where your best memories are in downtown I was thinking uh, you always return to your favorite spot yeah, but in a way, that's the thing. It's not my. When I think about downtown, I uh, in that way I don't think that is my favorite spot, the one that I consider downtown. But it's the spot that I think that is the much more connected to. 
mm. on on like that I have the most connection possibilities, or uh, or uh, you know getting around. Mm. So so that's why I think that is the center of it. For you, which what what, what is it? It's it's uh, right, it's uh, on the east side of the railway station, near the uh, the bus. Like there's the timetables for the bus outside, mm-hmm. where the uh, kiosk is. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I have yeah, I have but, met a but, couple of other people that think that that is downtown for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the main reason is because I used to live in Pukinaki and all my buses from from downtown, late night buses would leave from there. And still, still, even though I live in the opposite direction, I, I still, like, if I miss, miss my bus, I'll just go hang out down there. Because, you know, it's, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're, you're stuck downtown until the next, next bus comes in the morning. What are you going to do? Yeah, that's true. You just wait and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just buy a pack of cigarettes before before the bar closes. Hang out downtown. There's some strange that you find some some real characters here in Finland. Some drawn characters yeah. you haven't you you have found a couple like that. Some of them are like are like wise people that are just fucked up and they just yeah. want to make a conversation out of you and they don't have anything to do and yeah it's it's it's, it's really crazy many of them so hey there, there is uh, still dinner for your girlfriend there like there's four tortillas and there's still enough for four tortillas right. so if she wants to yeah. Yeah. there is and it wasn't bad yeah, so nice yeah, next to the chef again. Well, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't, I cannot eat. Yeah. I have just had two quesadillas today. That's yeah. not it was actually too much. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Alright. Should we wrap up for tonight? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> you can find us at least on Facebook. Soon, possibly on YouTube. We're gonna start doing hopefully a lot more of these. You can also go to www.videofindme.com/slash disjointed. Well, disjoint3d, and then find the video blog of this podcast. There will be a lot more later. Let's hope so. Uh, Slowly but steady. And uh, now, now it's time for the uh, exit song. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> 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 the disjointed podcast.